0: Welcome to The New Next, a podcast that addresses current events and how they will impact the future. Co-hosted by the Inquisitive Public Speaking Champion, Mike McVeigh, and energy economics and technology expert, Matt Jensen. Join us as we explore all things energy, economic, tech, and political, and how they will affect our future. Um, I'm going to stay on Ukraine for just a second, or Russia and Ukraine for just a second. Um, So (laughs) it's probably not a surprise to many of our listeners that the U.S. has been the largest supplier of military aid for Ukraine with the whole Russia-Ukraine conflict. Um, It looks like we've been providing around, or at least at the time of the article, up to $15.2 billion in weapons packages since February, um, but the U.S. is starting to run out <laughs> of giving out weapons, and I, this is an article that came from CNBC, and I think one of the things that actually stood out to me the most is during peacetime, um, we, we usually make a production level of about 30,000 rounds per year in peacetime, the U.S. does. And that's how much the Ukrainian soldiers have gone through an average of every two weeks since February.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's crazy.
0: And so, of course, the... That's why yeah, I was expensive. <laughs> uh, well, it's always expensive. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. But the the interesting thing is, is like, they're like, well, so what does this mean? Does this mean the US, uh, the article actually has more to do with what does this mean for the U.S. as opposed to Ukraine, which is... Um, interesting again, how our news is so centered on. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's like a reverse clickbait. But yeah. um, if the unless the U.S. is able to produce more, it would have to actually dip in its own stock supply. So the U.S. right now still has plenty. Of, if we were having to fight an artillery war, we have our more than what we need. Um, that thirty thousand we made for our year, we've we've already gotten our group on top of what we already consume or whatever whatever we hold on to
1: we have a lot of weapons
0: yes and the pentagon has made it very clear that they um, we will not be donating any of our personal stock to ukraine um, so for those of you that are worried which i don't think any of you have been but we're we're safe right now um however what it looks like so we've been using um 155-millimeter howitzers, um, and we're going to have to downgrade what we give them to 105-millimeter howitzer, which um, shortens the amount of ammo that can be stocked up, and the range is not as long either. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And this is actually causing more problems than I would have thought. If I would have read this, I was like, oh, okay, well, they're just using a little bit more outdated, but, you know, looking at our guns and stuff, when I I see movies and things like, ah, so you can't use your... Um, you know your Glock. You just have to use a good old six shooter, pistol. Right. No, I mean it's going to be different, but you still get the basic same effect. Uh, no, apparently this is considered an artillery war. <laughs> so, how far <clears throat> how far the gun can shoot? Um, it makes significant difference on how well Ukraine is able to defend itself.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I thought I, that was just kind of weird. Um, that term alone, I'm thinking, wait a minute aren't we in 2022? Um, why are we doing an artillery war? I mean, like what? Wh- yeah. What? <laughs> um, this isn't one of those things like people are coming to attack us, but it's literally somebody being attacked right now. And guns, not droids, not drones. Um, it's, it's literally a land war um, with guns.
1: Yeah. Which is, I, I think interesting. We talked about, um, well, we're in the process of talking about generational theory in here. Mm-hmm. And in the fourth turning, um, that Howe and Strauss book, uh, Following Up Generations, that we recently uh, read and discussed on the podcast. Can't hear you. I think they talked about uh, uh, a land more as a possibility for um, one of these things uh kind of like the end of the fourth turning but it's it's just been really it's been bloody you know and this is a a a war of the last century basically um a lot of people i think thought we had moved more whether good or bad into kind of like destroying war warfare and cyber warfare um new phase of the world and it's really been interesting to see how brutal and uh almost like it's it, you know like seeing people use off-shelf drones and rigging them up with explosives and stuff like that it's kind of it's 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 just wild it's, it's almost like a Backwoods battle.
0: Yeah. And for those of you that are more concerned about Ukraine than our own personal weapons stock, they do have some options. Uh, they're not good options. It's going <laughs> to... It might actually be better. Our, our backup options might actually be better than their first options. Um, South Korea is a potential place for supplies. Um, they recently signed a contract with... Um, Poland for $5.7 billion worth of tanks and howitzers. Um, but they're saying already that those weapons are actually less, um, less optimal than <laughs> potentially even our 105 millimeter howitzers. Um, which is kind of interesting. I mean, in that, that right al- alone, again, um, it's not a secret that the U.S. spends a lot more on defense and military type things, but, Again, I think that's something that I take for granted of, you know, we movies and TV ruin a lot of stuff (laughs) and we just like, oh, everybody has the same weapons. And no, they don't. Uh, um, An AK-47, I I really don't even know what level of newness and how often they repair those. But those are probably so 20 years ago and we keep on talking about them like they're accurate today or something. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, it's uh it's um, what, and that, I think that's one thing you know you mentioned about um, the fourth turning, but even just generational thinking as of, as a whole, it's not so much that history repeats itself as um, this is then, um, or now is then, and this is that, and you can definitely take a lot of that thinking and apply it to multiple situations. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's you know, the US funding for Ukraine I think has been more than Russia's entire military funding last year. So it's I mean it's it's the West is funding it's a, it's definitely a proxy war, that's for sure.
0: If you'd like to learn more about the New Next podcast, find us at thenewnextpodcast.com where you can suggest a topic you would like for us to cover if you enjoyed what you heard share the podcast tell a friend about it or rate us with five stars